You're listening to the Musings with Morgan podcast, a podcast where we discuss all things mental health. We'll be discussing new mental health topics every week, breaking down the stigma, amplifying voices, and emphasizing lived experience. I'm your host, Morgan Barella. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Musings with Morgan podcast. I am so happy you're here. This episode is an extra special one. At the time of recording, it is Transgender Awareness Week, and at the time of publishing this episode, it will be Transgender Day of Remembrance, which is a day to mourn and remember the many trans people we've lost to to acts of violence and suicide. It is also a time to bring awareness to this issue. Violence against transgender individuals is so heartbreakingly common, and it is an even larger issue for black transgender women. Now, before we begin today's episode, I want to make it clear that I am not here to speak on behalf of trans folks. As a cisgender person, it is not my place to speak on the experiences of transgender and non-binary people. Please make sure you are listening to trans voices. They deserve to be heard. I am using my platform and my privilege to be an advocate and an ally, as I always have been. I couldn't do this episode alone. Today, I am here with Penelope Penaloza. Penelope is a transgender woman, and she's here today to talk about her experience. Thank you so much for being on the show, Penelope. Of course. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. So first, just tell me a little bit about your experience as a trans woman. Well, my experience as a trans woman started out kind of slow but steady. Um, When I first moved to Long Beach, I actually was not even aware that I was a trans woman. But during a lot of therapy that I was doing, I came to realize that I was suppressing my true inner self. And that was what was causing me so much unhappiness in my life. So I came from um, the Central Valley, which is a very small area in comparison to Long Beach and L.A. So my process was very slow because of that. I started off slowly with just wearing a little bit of eye makeup then wearing lipstick and going out in public and seeing that I wasn't looked at or gawked at or anything like that. So it gave me the ability to explore myself even more. Then I started wearing nails, uh, different colored nail polishes. And like after that, just kind of incorporating articles of clothing mixed in with my boy clothes. And there was a time when I thought I was ready to... um, wear my wigs out (laughs) and I tried to do that but putting that on gave me like a severe panic attack to where I just ended up leaving I was fine leaving the house and full makeup nails and like some short shorts but for some reason at that point in my life putting on a wig was too much so um I started doing my hormone therapy and after that it became a little bit easier because I felt like my true self was finally coming to form and um, <clears throat> before any physical changes or any of that just happened I just felt at peace because I felt like finally I was doing something towards becoming my true self and you know there was a lot of fear behind it sometimes because I had been attempting to do this since I was like in my early 20s but It was always something that was not really 
wanted by my family, my mom, which I love with all my heart. And being the area that I lived in, it was very easily to suppress it and push it into the back of my mind. So even for myself to understand what was going on and accept it, it took a while. Once I started the hormone therapy process, I started doing it on my days off. I would dress up and I was perfectly fine doing that just on my days off, dressing up and um, during the week uh, wearing my boy clothes to work and stuff. But then there came a time when that was not, it was not enough where I would go to work and I would just be depressed because I would look in the mirror and I would not see myself. And I could not wait to be off so that I could be my true self. So after a while, I just decided that I needed to transition completely and just start living my life as my authentic self. And, you know, I let them know at work that I was going to do that and that I was going to do it. And they were very very accepting, very welcoming, and I'm truly blessed because I felt completely understood and they backed me 100%. And then I just started living my life every single day as my true self, and I've literally never looked back. I got rid of every single article of boy clothes that I had. I donated everything because I never wanted to see it again. So now I have nothing but my regular, you know, clothes, and it's been really great ever since then. You know, everything, life is not perfect, definitely not, but it's a lot more tolerable when I'm living it as my true authentic self than trying to be something that I'm not. Thank you so much for sharing that, Penelope. I appreciate your openness with us today, and I am so glad that you have found your true authentic self. You mentioned that your coworkers and others around you were very accepting and welcoming of you. But what are some things that you think people get wrong about being trans? Well, one of the misconceptions I believe is that that you're going to get all this plastic surgery right away to try to look like a certain thing that you're going to look like. And for me, it's like I'm going to take my time with it. I want to let my body form with the hormones and then from there take it from there whatever I need to have done if I feel like I need to have it done because I feel it's going to be kind of like the process of um, when I was first doing the makeup where it's going to be little by little until I just can't stand it anymore and it's something that I feel I need to change to feel the way that I feel um, but as of now I'm fine I want to give it years before I do anything like that. Another thing is changing my, changing your voice to try to sound more like a woman. Um, my voice hasn't changed since the hormones. So I appear, <laughs> appear like a woman, but my voice is deeper. But for me, I'm doing this for myself and I'm not gonna change my voice to please anybody else or anything like that. I'm just gonna do it for myself. If it changes naturally, that's fine. If not, then I really don't care because the reason I started this journey was for myself and for myself only. Yeah, definitely. So what you said about changing your voice, I think a lot of trans folks can relate to that. And I think it's a common misconception that trans people will all have this universal transition and that it all looks the same. But really, trans people do not owe any of us this, you know, stereotypical femininity or masculinity. Um, another misconception is um, 
unfortunately, I've, I have found with my own personal experience is that a lot of men will view you as just a sexual object and um, will think that you are promiscuous and um, just come at you with the most ridiculous nonsense you ever heard. And I mean, I tell them like straight up like, that I'm not like that and I'm just a regular girl and I want to be taken on dates and things like that just like a regular woman would be and that's the way that you need to address me because I'm not like that and um, it's just something that I will not tolerate. So those are the things that I have come across where it's a misconception. So the sexualization that you talked about is a very real issue. So often trans women are fetishized and sexualized and it is just so unacceptable. I really appreciate all of the stuff you shared today. You talked a little bit earlier about how you experienced anxiety and panic attacks, which I think is something a lot of people can relate to, especially younger trans people. On that note, what is your advice to transgender and non-binary youth that might be struggling right now? My advice to the young trans and non-binary is to live your life for yourself. You are never going to be happy if you live for other people or try to please other people or try to conform to something, somebody else's ideal of what you should be. I lived a long part of my life doing that and um, I am very happy of where I'm at. But um, if I could have done this a lot sooner, it would have been great. But, you know, it doesn't matter. Everybody has their own individual journey, their own individual path. Just be happy about who you are and know that people love you. And there's always going to be people out here that will support you. And um, try not to get yourself down. You are not hated by God or anything else like that that people may say and um, accept yourself and love yourself and know that you are worth everything in the world and don't ever sell yourself short because you are precious you are a human being and you are just as valuable as anybody else in this world so don't ever think less of yourself and don't ever think that your life is a curse or anything like that. I used to believe that. And I absolutely love my life. And um, I wish I could make it easier <laughs> for, you know, the young trans and non-binary because I know how hard it is. But just know that you are supported and you are a part of a very large community that will do anything to protect you, so you are not alone. That was so amazing. Thank you so much again, Penelope, for being on the show and for being so open with us. I will now be reading off the names of 45 American transgender people who we have lost to violence this year. This list is not complete, as the exact number of people we've lost cannot be confirmed. This list was created based on information provided by TheAdvocate.com and the Human Rights Campaign, and only includes trans people in the United States. Please take time to listen to each name. Remember that each of these people lost their lives to heartbreaking violence. We must remember and honor them.
Tayana Alexander, 28 years old, January 6th. She loved to dance, had a great sense of humor, and was a loving person. Samuel Edmund Damien Valentine, January 9th. He was an advocate and loved by his community. Bianca Muffin Banks, 30 years old, January 17th. Friends remember her as being sweet and kind. Dominique Jackson, 30 years old, January 25th. She was a mother, sister, leader, and an inspiration to the trans youth in her community. 50 Bands, 21 years old, January 28th. She loved dancing, fashion, and attending parties. Alexis Kimmy Icon Braxton, February 4th. She was a hairstylist and an advocate. China Carrillo, 24 years old, February 18th. She worked as a nursing assistant in a nursing home. Jeffrey J.J. Bright, 16 years old, February 22nd. He was an active member of his local LGBTQ community and is remembered as being a beautiful person. Jasmine Kanati, 22 years old, February 22nd. They are the sibling of Jeffrey Bright. They love to dance and are remembered as a sweet and shy soul. Jenna Franks, 34 years old, February 24th. She is described as having been an amazing person inside and out. An organization to support LGBTQ plus people experiencing homelessness in Jacksonville, North Carolina, has been started in her name. Kimberly Tova Wirtz, 26 years old, February 26th. She was a mother, aunt, and sister, and is missed dearly. Adeline Evans, 24 years old, March. Her mother has described her as loving, happy, and someone who always lived her truth. Diamond Kyrie Sanders, 23 years old, March 3rd. She was energetic, charming, and loved traveling and fashion. Rayana Pardo, 26 years old, March 17th. She's described as having been a beautiful young person. Jada Peterson, 29 years old, April 4th. She is remembered as having been a cheerful person who was always smiling and making jokes. Dominique Luscious, 26 years old, April 8th. Friends and family describe her as being fierce, glam, brave, and big-hearted. Remy Fennell, 28 years old, April 15th. She was a hairstylist and had hoped to one day open her own hair salon. Tiara Banks, 24 years old, April 21st. She was loved deeply by her community. Serena Angelique Velasquez-Ramos, 31 years old, April 21st. She is remembered as a loving person and maintained her own YouTube channel. Jahiara Dialto Balenciago, 42 years old, April 23rd. She was a talented ballroom performer and an activist. Natalia Smoot, 24 years old, April 23rd. She was a popular drag artist and active in the LGBTQ plus community. Iris Santos, 22 years old, April 23rd. Her mother described her as having been a beautiful soul who was always trying to help people. Tiffany Thomas, 38 years old, April 24th. She is remembered as a funny person with a big heart. Carrie Washington, 49 years old, May 1st. She is remembered by her friends as loving. Thomas Harden, May 2nd. She is described by her family as having been funny and someone that always kept them laughing. Whispering Wind Bear Spirit, 41 years old, May 3rd. They were loved deeply by their friends and family. Sophia Vasquez, 
36 years old, May 4th. She's remembered by friends as having been the kindest person on the planet. Danny Henson, 31 years old, May 4th. Her friends have described her as the embodiment of love. Serenity Hollis, 24 years old, May 8th. She was loved deeply by her family and is missed dearly by her community. Poe Dewin Black, 21 years old, May 11th. He was an artist and an activist for many causes. Oliver Ollie Taylor, 17 years old, May 20th. He was a member of his high school's track team and friends have described him as having had a great sense of humor. Tierra Marie Lewis, June 12th. She's remembered as being kind, fun-loving, and full of energy. E.J. Boykin, 23 years old, June 14th. He is remembered as being one of those people that was just good vibes and energy. Taya Ashton, 20 years old, July 17th. She is described as being ambitious and one day hoped to open her own clothing store. Shy Vanderpump, 23 years old, July 30th. She was an activist for LGBTQ plus rights and is remembered as having a heart of gold. Coco Chanel Wortham, 44 years old, August 7th. She is remembered as being kind and having a big, bubbly personality. Pooh Johnson, August 23rd. She was a talented makeup artist. Zoella Martinez, 20 years old, August 31st. Family describes her as having had a beautiful spirit. Desiah Monet, 27 years old, September 6th. She loved fashion, cooking, and caring for others. Brianna Ulmer, 25 years old, September 17th. She was full of life, honest, loyal, and authentic. Kier Solomon, 21 years old, September 30th. Friends and family remember her as being beautiful inside and out. Royal Poetical Stars, 20 years old, October 2nd. She loved to sing and is remembered as being the life of the party. Mel Groves, 25 years old, October 11th. He loved gardening, animals, and was studying plant and soil science at Alcorn State University. Jessie Hart, 42 years old, October 17th. Her girlfriend has described her as intelligent, thoughtful, and caring. Joe Acker, 26 years old, October 26th. She was a mother and an advocate for anti-bullying. Thank you for listening. Remember that hope is real and help is available. If you or someone you know is transgender or a member of the LGBTQ plus community and experiencing a mental health crisis, text START to 678-678 to get connected with a trained, gender-affirming counselor via The Trevor Project. Or visit thetrevorproject.org for more info and resources. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Musings with Morgan podcast. To stay connected, follow me on all social media platforms at the username Morgan Barella. Come back next week for a brand new episode. I hope your week is filled with love. I can't wait to chat with you all again. Bye. Thank you.